Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, the Chocolate Charles Xavier, Quarantine Cuevo, the Black Dr. Phil, Mr. Shout Out Mental Illness. It's the Zay Parker Podcast, and we back with another episode starting May off right. Big things coming this way. Hopefully, everyone is blessed and safe and healthy during these turbulent times. Um, I know it's it's a struggle, guys. Every day, it seems like there's something new going on. There's some type of new adversity. But just think about this. This time last year, you're way further and way stronger and way better than you were last year. So just keep that in mind. Keep pushing. That's what I'm telling myself. And that's what I'm going to tell y'all as a friendly reminder from your neighborhood podcaster. So the best podcast in the Southeast is back. And let's go ahead and get started. But please, before we get started, please find me on all social media at Zay Parker. That's X-A-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R on all social media platforms, as well as Patreon.com backslash Zay Parker. Help fund your boy Zoo so he can get a new laptop cord. I'm playing, but for as little as $5 a month, you know how much $5 is a day if you broke it down? I think it's like... About it's between like 17 cents and like I don't even think it's 17 cents. It's like five cents a day. Come on, guys! For five cents a day, you can support your your local podcaster, man. So hit me up on Patreon.com/backslash Zay Parker. But let's go ahead and get to it. So I finally watched Mortal Kombat, and I was supposed to do a group podcast with my man Steven my man Kevin you guys heard him on here before Black Star and Kage hit but no laptop so I'm not able to do a uh, group podcast but they're they're coming back to the podcast so so stay tuned for that but my initial thoughts on Mortal Kombat I waited about a week since it came out and just kind of seeing very vague spoiler free reviews mind you that a lot of people just seem to be disappointed with how Mortal Kombat came back, or a lot of people just were kind of meh about it. So, this past weekend, I decided to go ahead and watch Mortal Kombat so I could come on here and talk to you guys about it on the podcast, and definitely in the comments on social media, and if you're listening on Anchor, you can actually send me voice memos and uh, text memos as well about the podcast, and what are your thoughts on Mortal Kombat? But I didn't mind it. I, I truly didn't mind it. I knew it wasn't going to be 100% to the source material of the video game. So I, I kind of went into it with low expectations because historically speaking, uh, none of these Hollywood studios ever truly get adaptations of video games. And video games, comics, really, honestly, when it comes to... Uh, you know, live action, it, it's just kind of hard to translate something that is a completely different medium to to real life, you know? And then also, you also gotta, you also gotta think that, I guess, because of the difficulty, even with the advancement in technology that we have, just that type of budget is probably unrealistic for a lot of these studios, unless you're Marvel and Disney. And then even then, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so... You know, I don't know exactly when Mortal Kombat ended production. Um, I would assume that COVID definitely played a part with uh, the final result of Mortal Kombat. Definitely in the editing side, they may have already shot everything. 
but again still that production that computer work might have been affected by uh the pandemic but a lot of people kind of didn't like the the cgi the graphics i personally liked it i i didn't see anything wrong with any of it i didn't think anything looked too cheesy if if you will because let's be real mortal kombat is all about with the fatalities especially mortal kombat is all about being over the top as possible this could never happen uh, i'm gonna take this spoon and i'm gonna use the spoon to blow up your kneecap is is what mortal kombat is good for doing right and the fatalities were lit like the fatalities were dope i i personally enjoyed all the graphics on them because again they're supposed to look unrealistic to the human eye and because of the cgi and the graphics that they use it kind of gave me the actual like mortal kombat game vibes for real for real and i think they kind of made i think they kind of had some leeway with that making it look really graphically intense because that's just going to kind of remind you of mortal kombat the video game anyway which is the mainstay which is why a lot of people even went to go see the movie so graphics aside um i definitely enjoyed it i would if i have to give the graphics alone and cgi uh, a score from one out of ten ten being great one being trash uh i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the cgi uh I'm going to give it like a 7.5. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Definitely above average. Wasn't meh. But it wasn't like the best thing I've seen either. Now, next thing. Uh, another thing I've seen a lot of people complain about. I actually got a chance to talk to Steven and uh, Kevin about their thoughts on Mortal Kombat this weekend. So I'm just going to kind of go over what we talked about a little bit. Uh, when it came to the actual uh, casting for the roles um Luke Kane, Cole, Sonya Blade, Jax, uh Kano. I I think they did a really good job personally speaking cuz again it, it's it's hard. I'll give them I'll give them credit. It takes work to find somebody to really fit the role of a fictional person who has a, a distinct look and demeanor. So it's not like you're just creating a new character from scratch. You got to find somebody that kind of fits the mold of this character and i think the studio did a really good job casting everybody for this movie um some people didn't like that uh shang son was uh kind of young he should have been older um i feel like a lot of that stuff kind of might be a little nitpicky because again you're they're never going to get it 100 percent to source material but at the same token i'm not a diehard mortal kombat fan i i like mortal kombat but I, i'm not going to die on a hill for mortal kombat uh, but to diehard fans, I, I can also I can agree to it wasn't 100 percent of the source material. But again, unrealistic to me. But continuing down the list, uh, some people didn't like Liu Kang and Kung Lao. They thought they were a little too shrimpy. They thought they were too small for who they were in the video games. I thought it was okay. I thought it was kind of of a, a realistic take. Uh, what Kung Lao and Liu Kang would look like with the amount of training. I mean, they're monks, man. I mean, I I personally don't know any monks, but in my mind, I would assume all monks would be about that size. I don't think there's any super jack, 250, six foot five monks running around, you know, being that big off of just drinking water and, and, and meditating for, for 12 hours a day, personally speaking. 
Uh, I like Sonya Blade. I thought she was cool. I think that I think she was like the best casting decision because she really that woman whoever played her did a real great job. I wish I had their names. Uh, the dude that played Kano, I thought he was pretty good as a Kano as well. I enjoyed him. Jax. I, the only thing I had about Jax that just kind of irked me a little bit, and I don't even think it speaks more to him. I think it just speaks more to who he kind of reminded me of was Steve Harvey. He definitely had that Steve Harvey mustache, and it just irked me. I just hate that mustache, yo. It just it, it looks gross for some reason. I know your nose got to be hot. Cause my face, I got I got a beard, but my mustache is not that thick, and my beard makes my face sweat. So I can only imagine the under nose sweat that you have to have when having a mustache that big and thick. Yeah, it's gross, man. I, yeah, ugh. that that's that's my only gripe with Jax. Uh, mustache, give him a beard in Mortal Kombat too. Um, who else we got? Cole, the main character, the the protagonist, I guess. I liked Cole. I mean, he's a completely new character, so that's where the studio had their leeway of kind of creating somebody from scratch and building somebody off the ground. So I, I thought he was cool. I, I thought he was cool to kind of fit into the universe. Uh, Raiden, the dude that played Raiden, uh, we didn't really see Raiden too too much. A few times we saw him, it definitely gave off those vibes of Raiden saying that you know he he does not the gods aren't supposed to interfere with the realms. And he, he really did that because he wasn't really in the movie for but what like two three scenes anyway. So you know he really stuck to his word. He's 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 going by the book, okay. Whatever the God Manual was for Mortal Kombat when the committee gave those out, he he read that front to cover the day they got it, and he's like, all right guys, we're gonna do this the right way. Um, I mean we also had some side characters that weren't really in the movie that much like. Uh, Reptile, Cabal, Melina. Um, they were cool. They were cool. I mean, they served, they served their purpose. So I can't really say too, too much. I think Melina, out of the enemy characters, I think she was the dopest. And then Cabal was pretty clean, too. Uh, the Reptile. They come Slides Off in the, in, the, in the movie, I believe. Eh, Reptile was the CGI for Reptile might have been a little too too cheesy it it, it, it kind of got there a little bit for me they definitely made a smart decision with him just basically being invisible the whole time because i think that's really when they're like yo we gotta <laughs> we gotta save some of this budget yo we can't have this man being cgi the whole time fighting we still got 60 <laughs> percent uh, of a movie to shoot so I, I appreciate where they were going with that but when he did kind of show up it was painfully obvious that he was just a computer rendering and eh, you know but hey again i had i went into this movie with very low expectations and it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be but you know watching these marvel movies disney movies even some movies on netflix you know i expected a little bit better of quality coming from them character personalities and development through the movie um, I feel like everybody's personality kind of fit within the movie. Um, my only gripe would be Cole was a little boring. He could have had a little bit more personality. But then again, uh, like I said, Sonya, Jackson, all the established characters, 
we might be giving I might be giving them a little bit more pass because there already is a established demeanor and tone to each of these characters that the studio have to they already had to build off of as well as just in my mind I might already be saying this is how they are in the game I'm going to automatically apply this to them in the movie so that also could be a, a bias that I'm not even uh, knowing about that I'm thinking about with the movie but Cole was a little dry he could have had a little bit more personality um, I, again I think this is just this movie obviously is a launching pad to build Mortal Kombat cinematic universe right so definitely I, this, there's going to be a second one They're, this movie is doing too well in the box office there will be a second one and I think a lot of these uh, nits and picks that we're making will definitely be ironed out by the time the second movie comes out um, didn't I kind of wish we could hear from Raiden a little bit more Scorpion and Sub-Zero kind of wish they kind of I mean they, they fleshed out Scorpion and Sub-Zero to a point just their beef really nothing outside of the beef I mean if you're going if you know nothing about Mortal Kombat you're just going into here you're just like why is there two Asian dudes just randomly fighting each other and it seems like it's for no reason um, so they could have did a better job of flushing them out, but I, as well as I know this is Mortal Kombat, not Scorpion versus Sub Zero the movie. But maybe they'll end up giving them a spinoff movie, uh, a prequel to this prequel, and we'll just get to see more about both the clans and and why they hate each other the way they do. So that would be dope. Uh, you guys, if you steal that idea, just run me the check. Or put me down as EP executive producer somewhere in the credits, and and run me the check. <clears throat> um, Sonya and I, I think they kind of got the again, kind of got the leeway with the established characters again because we already know their backstories so much basically, so they can kind of flash by them in the movie. It's kind of leaving you context clues and Easter eggs to their motivation and to why they're doing what they're doing and where they're coming from, you know. Just some, just one-liners, really, just to kind of fill in the blanks so you can get a, a good feel and idea of, oh, okay. So, yeah, they're kind of like who they were in the video games. So, that's cool. I felt like the movie was a little long. I, I, they could have... They there's a little fluff in there, especially during the training scenes. I guess that was their time to... When they were training Raiden's Tempo, I guess that was their chance of uh, kind of trying to flesh these characters out and, and develop them a little bit more and, and give us a, a real look into who they are as people and how they overcome adversity. But uh, we could have did without that. It, it's Mortal Kombat. I, I didn't come to watch them be motivational. I, I came to see people blowing people's eyeballs out with their pinky toes. That's that's what we came to see. We didn't come for all this, oh, you know, I gotta overcome and face the fear. Nah, man. I ain't trying to see that. I'm trying to see Kung Lao cutting somebody with his hat every scene. Every 10 minutes, somebody's head should have been cut off by Kung Lao's hat. That is what we came for. So, they could have, I feel like they could have short the movie. Yeah, like, there's probably like 10 probably like 10 15 minutes worth of fluff in the movie and that they could have gave got rid of but other than that the pacing of the movie was pretty good in my personal opinion truly didn't mind the pacing and i watched it at home with maximum distractions and i wasn't truly distracted and time did go by pretty uh, pretty fast actually when watching the movie so 
uh, pretty decent pacing. Um, wasn't too mad about it. Mm, a little bit of fluff they could cut out, but every movie, every movie, every movie has some fluff in it. So you know, it is what it is with that. This the cinematography and the fight scenes were great. Was was great. Definitely with the fights, it's like they really didn't waste any emotion when it came to the fights. Because a lot of them didn't even seem like they were true martial artists. Like when Jax was fighting Sub-Zero and when uh, Sonya Blade was fighting Kano, it kind of was more of a, oh, you're just really good at combat. It doesn't really seem kind of more like a mixed martial arts where it's, I can't really, other than Liu Kang and Kung Lao, um, I can't really distinguish what type of martial arts they were using. It didn't look like a particular martial arts. It just looked like they were well first in combat, hand to hand, and were throwing the hands. And again, I enjoyed it. I, I spoke earlier to how I enjoyed the uh, fatalities and how they look. And it definitely really played into the fight scene. So I, I really enjoyed the uh, the fight coordination, choreography. Guy, yeah, if you're looking for a good movie just for to watch people get beat the hell up definitely this Mortal Kombat movie definitely check the box off for that for this summer coming up um my overall thoughts about the movie I thought it was cool I really thought it was cool another gripe people had that I didn't truly mind but I can also again I can see why it bothered people was at the end when Scorpion is fighting Cole and um or Scorpion and Cole are fighting Sub-Zero and we all know that Scorpion yes Scorpion could take Sub-Zero on by himself he doesn't need any help uh, but I thought it was cool I mean kind of it was kind of you know the past and the, and the present came together to, to beat the adversary to try to take their family out so I can see why the movie studio went that direction I, I enjoyed it the opening fight, the opening scene was great too between Scorpion and Sub Zero. So they, they started with a bang and they ended with a bang as well too. So I, I truly enjoyed it. The um, the way they explained their their powers in the movie with the Arcana, I also enjoyed that. That that makes kind of sense. You know, you kill somebody, you get a tattoo, it gives you superpowers. Blah blah blah. I thought that was cool. I thought it was a dope spin on Mortal Kombat overall. It really did kind of add to the universe and, and kind of make more sense of it. <clears throat> um, all in all, I probably would give this movie a collective seven. Seven, seven and a half. And I, I, I definitely, this is a movie, again, I watched it at home. I feel like my score probably would go up a little bit if I actually saw it in theaters. I originally was going to go to theaters, but I saw so many negative reviews about Mortal Kombat. I was like, you know, I'll even save my money and I'll just watch it at home. And then if it's better than what I thought it was and somebody else is going to go see Mortal Kombat in theaters, I'll just take that opportunity to go with them and watch it a second time. And that's my plan. That's where I'm at right now with it. I enjoyed watching it at my home. I, I would not mind watching it again in theaters if somebody invited me to go. Um, it was good. It definitely, the movie definitely was made to be seen in theaters first. And I think that might be like an ongoing thing that we're starting to see now where we're kind of more critical because we're not, the, the magic of seeing it in the movie theaters kind of takes away and we're kind of, we could be a little bit more critical in the movies. 
I think we'll start seeing that more. I mean, definitely that was the same result with uh, Godzilla versus Kong. People, I feel like people were a little bit more critical because a lot of people, a lot of us just were watching it within our homes and not actually at the movie theater just watching it. Um, but I definitely recommend watching Mortal Kombat, honestly. I mean, it's a good movie. I mean, if you if you got somebody that's got the HBO Max, you know, hit them up, see if you can get the username and password. Maybe you can pull up on them, socially distance. Oh, but hey, if you got your vaccine, if both of y'all are vaccinated, you can sit in there without mask on. So hey, there you go. Um, or if you wanted to go to the movie theater and see it. I mean, if the movie theater is open in your area, and you feel safe about it, and, and you know maybe you're vaccinated as well, and and your your movie your local movie theater is adhering to uh, COVID good COVID practices, mind you. Um, maybe you can go to the movie theater and see it. But I recommend it. It was definitely a nice little watch. Again, I'd watch it again. I, I won't say it's my I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of the year, but it, it's definitely it was entertaining. It it served its purpose for me. And guys, that's the end of this. Uh, I actually got to get up and start getting ready for something else. But if y'all like this, man, if y'all like me doing reviews on stuff like this, just the one-off episodes, uh, let me know. I did see the Demon Slayer Moving Train movie, so if that's something you guys want to hear about next, definitely hit me up on social media. Again, that's Zay Parker, X-A-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R, on all social media platforms. And just shoot me a message, man. Leave me train emojis on <laughs> all my posts so I know that you want me to uh, talk about the Demon Slayer movie next time. 